Welcome to the WoBizzle podcast for women who own or aspire to own their own businesses. I'm Michelle. And I'm Melissa. And we're here to give you the tips and tools you need to succeed. Let's get started. Today we are talking about getting paid. Oh yes, the money. The money. The reason we do what What we we do. do. So if you're a full-time freelancer, you've no doubt uh, gone through uh, the roller coaster ride, which is also known as getting paid. Right. And today we are going to talk through some strategies for dealing with slow-paying clients. We've, we've all, all encountered, had them. Yes, we've all encountered that at, at one time or another, uh, more times than we probably oh, yes. like, <laughs> would like to. And then just general tips and tricks for getting paid faster. We also have a tool, a stuff we love stuff tool we love, that we'd yes. like to share with you. So, and I love this tool. I do too. Yes. I do too. But you're going to have to wait for that. Yes. You're going to have to wait for that. Wait, wait. So, um, yeah. So let's talk about getting paid. So we've all... We've all been there. Oh my gosh. You know, the oh gosh, the waiting for the the checks, uh the running to the mailbox. It's like the watched pot that never boils. My grandmother used to say that and yes. I never understood what she was talking about until I was waiting for a freelance check. Yeah, and it happens all too often and what I've what I've discovered sometimes is that they tend to uh, like the, it's almost like they talk to each other, and they they are all <laughs> they're all running late at the same time. That's awesome. <laughs> Michelle needs the money. Everybody, hold it, hold the line. But it's true. It seems like whenever you, it seems like I encounter that uh, way too often. Yes. Where I'm waiting, waiting for, and it has gotten better. I think I I think I've employed a lot of the strategies that we're going to talk about today. Um, to try to to make things go to get paid faster and to make things go a little smoother, but still, I mean, I'm in the situation right now. I'm waiting for a pretty big check that, that I expected yeah. uh, five or six weeks ago, and uh, yeah, it's frustrating. It's mm-hmm. frustrating, and this is a. And it's it can kind of, get a little scary. It can get because very we scary. are in it for the money. We use that money to pay our bills, absolutely, and to maintain our lives, house payments, utility payments. Yeah, all of it is important. Yeah, you know, and this is something that you, I think, you take for granted when you're working for somebody else, because that paycheck, when you're on somebody else's payroll, mm-hmm. that paycheck comes like clockwork, every two weeks or once a month or every week, whatever the cycle is, it's sometimes automatically deposited into your account. Uh, it it's there, and it's if it's not there. there, you never go back. I mean, if, right. if if a giant company just didn't pay their employees, their employees wouldn't come back. Right, exactly. It's a thing. We're kind of all want to get paid for our time. Yeah, and I think you know it's different for us. There's you know a lot of folks out there that run businesses that get paid at point of service or point of sale. Right. So you know if you're a hairstylist, you get paid. At point of hair. service, right. and if somebody doesn't pay you, you're going to chase them out the door with your shears in hand, uh-huh. and yeah, you're going to get on their way to the car. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get that money. Uh, you know, a retail shop gets mm-hmm. paid uh, at point of sale. So, but with freelance writers, a lot of creative graphic designers, website designers, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people in the creative space, we don't always get paid at point of service. We invoice after we're finished, right? And then we wait and wait. So, but. Um, but there are some things you can do. Yes, to get and I paid. have employed several of them. Yes, yeah. So uh, let's maybe talk about talk about some of the experiences you've had over the years, and uh, what you wish you had known then that you know now. Oh my gosh! Or that you do now. Well, I think the biggest thing is for big projects to require a deposit. Mm-hmm. I require money to get started, and especially for a brand new client. Great. 
you're going to pay me half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I, I've threatened to charge a late fee. Mm-hmm. And that seems to get people moving too because, you know, fun fact, if you, people get their utility bill, they pay it to avoid a late fee. Right. They'll pay your invoice to avoid a late fee too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up the the uh, required deposit because mm-hmm. I learned that lesson very early on. I had only been freelancing for maybe three or four months and I got stiffed for like 50 hours worth of work. Ugh. It was it was thousands of dollars and, and it was... You know, if I had known then, it was, you know, and I don't know that I even would have required a deposit then because it started out as being just a very small project. They needed me to write some copy for, um, like, their website, just Mm -hmm. a little bit of copy, not a whole website even, just a little bit. And they were somebody that was connected. um, I knew them. I didn't know them really well, but I I knew them and trusted them. It wasn't a stranger. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a stranger. Stranger danger. I always wanted a deposit from a stranger. (laughs) Yeah. But, um they needed me to write a little bit of copy. And so I started out, I wrote, a, was right in the middle of writing a little bit of copy, which would have probably been, you know, two hours worth of work, which at that two point, hours, it's not yeah. worth getting a deposit for that. And as I was writing that, of course, they needed it yesterday. Of they course. were a startup and of they, oh. they needed oh. everything yesterday. And, um, they call me in the middle of that and say, Hey, can you do this too? Of course. And so, yeah. And so it just stopped, it's just kind of started piling on and piling on and I kind of didn't have time because they, they needed everything urgently. I didn't have really time to stop and think I should be invoicing them for a portion of this because I didn't really know when it was going to end. I didn't know it was not a project that had right. a beginning and an end. It was just kind of all coming in I've, pieces. I still get in trouble there. Yes. Yeah. And so about 50 hours later, when I go to invoice, they call me and say, we can't pay this. Uh. And I mean, it was, it was a couple thousand bucks. <laughs> oh no. And, and I was like, what do you mean you can't pay it? And they were like, we don't have the cash flow. We can't, we can't pay it. And they, they did offer, so a couple of things, they did offer to do a trade out. What they, the service and product they provided was nothing I could use. Right. So that was really of no value to me. And, um, yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that they called me instead of avoiding, you know, my calls to them to right. try to collect, to tell me in their honesty, but I ended up just eating it. Well, you handled it, you know, I mean, it was a lesson. It was a lesson. I had a lesson like that early on, too. Um, the budget disappeared or whatever halfway through a project. And I had a contract for the previous year, but I didn't have a contract for the current year. Mm-hmm. Budget disappeared, but they offered to let me go ahead and continue on the project to see my name in lights. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll give yeah. you a byline. Wow, if you want to continue to write this, <laughs> Gee, and I thanks. was like, no, I'm not going to continue <laughs> to write this for free. And I've already done more than half the work, so show me the money. Yeah, yeah. well, if you don't want to continue writing it for free, if you want to. Give us your notes. We can have an intern figure it out or, you know, finish it out. And I was like, no. no. And so here, you know, this the was money. very early on in my career and I was still quite young and still quite hot headed. And I took my notes outside and I put them in my chimenea <laughs> and I set them on fire. <laughs> I never, never did anything else with it. I was like, no, nobody's going to profit from this work. <laughs> it was really cathartic. If I can't have it, no one will. <laughs> So it was really cathartic, but 
I did make sure then that was my lesson to get it in writing mm-hmm. yeah. every year because yeah. I thought, oh, we had a contract one year and everybody executed everything fine. Yeah, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Because you know, I think I think you can take that for granted. Mm-hmm. You have a good relationship with a client. You're working with them for a year. You know, you're on very friendly terms. Mm-hmm. Then you can kind of be like, oh, you, you know, it doesn't need to be this official or whatever. Right. But yeah, I guess you know, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. And so, how much do you typically ask for? Do you have upfront? Do you have like, is it always fifty percent or? It's. There's no hard and fast rule Mm -hmm. on that. I mean, it really depends, too. If it's going to be a 10-hour or less project, I generally don't require a deposit. Yeah, that's going to If it's going to be more than Mm -hmm. 10, I want at least 25% down. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's just no one-size-fits-all there. Yeah. But my late fee is one-size-fits-all, 10%. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, a, I, I still need to do that. Yeah, I would feel a lot better about this check I'm waiting for if I was you collecting the late fee. You would feel a lot better on, on that check because I know the amount and that 10% ka-ching, ka-ching. That would, yeah, I should, I should totally do that. But let's talk about late fee though. You can't just like, when a check's late, say you're late, I'm slapping on the late fee. You have to put it on your invoice. You have to let them know in advance. Yeah, you do. It has to be on your invoice. They have to know the terms. Well, and speaking of, invoice and terms. I mean, that that's the very beginning mm-hmm. of what we need to do in order to get paid on time. What is your invoicing cycle? When can your client expect to get your invoice? Mm-hmm. Because you want to learn their pay cycle as fast as you can, but they need to learn your billing cycle. Yes. And so, you know, I've had friends who are freelancers who are terrible about invoicing, and that is the first thing that we all have to do in order to get paid. Yeah, it's a revenue-generating activity. A revenue-generating you know, activity, You know, you might be like, oh, yes. well, this is administrative work. No, <laughs> invoicing is most definitely a revenue. You might not be getting paid your hourly rate for invoicing, but, but you, it's, it's a revenue-generating activity. And if you use the stuff we love, it's yes. super, super fast and yeah. super easy. But, you know, you set the terms of your agreement in an invoice. I mean, first with a contract, mm-hmm. if you if you have a project with a contract. But secondly, with your invoice, is it due upon receipt? Is it net 30? When does your late fee kick in? Like all of those things need mm-hmm. to be outlined yeah. in your invoice. First, you know, first email. Yeah. And, you know, when I first started out my invoices, I don't know why I did this. I think I just thought it was what you were supposed to do. But my invoices were net 30. And so that just means that you're going to get paid in like four to five days instead of 30 days, usually, or even worse. And then I changed it to net 14. And now I'm on receipt. I'm on receipt. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think that that in a way, because it doesn't have a due date on it, maybe sometimes is a problem because it doesn't actually have an actual deadline on it. It, It's upon receipt. But, you know, I just feel more comfortable about knowing that I'm going to get paid as quickly as possible, uh-huh. or, or at least setting the setting the terms mm-hmm. that I want to get paid as quickly as possible. I've already done the work, right? I need and to get chances paid. are they're using said work on yes. their website in their printed materials, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm on receipt, and then late fee kicks in at thirty. At thirty, mm-hmm. yeah. I need. I'm. I'm doing. I'm really doing it this time. I know. I. Yeah, I know. I, know I talk about it all the time. <laughs> I'm really adding that late fee. I'm writing it down. Write add it down. late fee to invoice because I. I would feel a lot better about this outstanding invoice if I knew I was collecting. Well, 10%. it would be a lot better. It would be a lot better check for you. It would be. It'd be it, it would be. It would pay me for my trouble. It would. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to follow up on an invoice. Yeah. Oh gosh, it sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so you do have to, I mean, you definitely have to, invoicing is, is a critical part of the process. Step it's one. The first, 
first part of the process. Step one. The easiest thing you can do mm-hmm. to get paid faster is to invoice and immediately. And to do it in a routine fashion. Yes. I mean, I have certain clients that I invoice at the end of the project. Mm-hmm. I have other clients that I'm on a monthly re- you know, deal with. So I invoice them last day of the month, mm-hmm. every month, 12 months a year. I don't care if it's a Saturday. I don't care if it's a Sunday. At the end of the month. I'm sending out an invoice. Yeah. And they know it. Yeah. That's how I kind of work too is I've got a few folks that I do regular work for Mm -hmm. that they get an invoice once a month. Um, Others will get it uh, usually right as soon as a a, uh, project is complete. Right. And I mean I will complete the project and send the invoice same day. When you get your final project email from me, your invoice will be there within 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Because it also helps me quote unquote, close the project in my mind. Right. It's billed, it files done, everything's uploaded. I yeah. can wash my hands off, you know, wash my hands of it and move on. You know, that's, that's a good system. I sometimes will batch invoicing to like maybe do it. I might've completed a project or two during the week, but I'll wait until the, the Friday or something mm-hmm. to do the admin stuff. But that would be better just to wrap it up, close the door on it. I like, I oh, like yeah, the I style. Had a, I had a situation last week, hung up the phone with a client, sent a thank you email, sent an invoice, and she paid me within 24 hours. All of those things happened. Oh, that's Done. awesome. Final yeah. payment. Got yeah. the email. Yeah. Payment has been received. Yes. That's great. So, um, yeah, so invoicing, obviously, invoicing right away. Mm-hmm. You got, how, tell me how you got paid so quickly. Well, when we talk about the stuff we love, (laughs) I do have a PayPal link in my invoices. Mm -hmm. And so people can click right through and they can pay e-check, they can pay credit card, or they can do it the old-fashioned way and mail me a check. You know, accepting credit cards is probably the best thing, the best business decision I have made in the last... Ever, yeah. Yeah, three years for sure. I, I mean, I love it. Send an invoice and then you get the email, ding. Yes. I've already been paid. What? Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, you do have to pay a small percentage for the convenience, but it's it's definitely worth it when you consider how much time you would spend wait, you know, fretting about whether the check's oh, going to yes. get here. Is it going to get stolen out of the mailbox? Right. And all these things. <laughs> exactly, yes. Which is a very real concern. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, yeah. Especially, true. you know, around yeah. the holidays. Definitely. So... So yeah, it's definitely it's it's totally worth it. And what's what's your record? What's the the fastest you've been paid? Ten minutes. Mine's three. Ooh, nice. yes, three minutes. I yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was it was lightning fast. Shot the invoice out. Boom. Boom. Three minutes. That's yeah. a win. It's great. Yeah, and it it totally eliminates that whole. You know, having to know the fastest route to your bank to deposit the check, <laughs> having to know the last possible time that you're going to be able to you know oh, to yes. deposit that check, that said check for it to be, you know, show up in your account, you know, the next that, morning right. or whenever you, yeah, it, it really, it, it's definitely worth a small percentage that you pay. Well, and I get my checks when they come in the mail, they come to my house. I need to get a PO box. I'm aware of that. It's on my to-do list, but they come to my house and I can hear the mail truck from two <laughs> blocks away. Like I know the sound of that Jeep and I run out to the end of the, of my driveway every day. My, my neighbors must think I'm insane. It's like, what is she getting in the mail? <laughs> or, you know? you, or you check, you check, you know, sometimes, especially around this time of year, the, uh, the mail is coming late because people are on vacation and that right. type of thing. And so you're checking multiple times a day. Oh yeah. You know, like I'll, I'll go out like, there. What is like, she getting in the mail besides <laughs> a Bed Bath & Beyond circular, you know? And you're just like, you know, the third time you check, you're, you're just thinking, oh gosh, yeah, it's not, the mail's not here yet. Even when but. I'm not expecting it 
check I'm insane like that. You know? <laughs> it's habit. It it's is. Habit. It is habit. So. But yeah, so credit card payments are definitely accepting credit card payments mm-hmm. are, and all you need is a PayPal account, right? Which is free, right? It's free to have a PayPal account. So well, and speaking of credit card payments, another way that a lot of people in the industry are moving is towards set fees, you know, retainers. Yeah, I've got a client who wants mm-hmm. me to adjust my, you know, to determine what I'm spending each month in terms of time, so she can just pay me. At the first of the month without having to wait for the invoice, without having to process a check. Mm -hmm. She will just direct deposit the money into my account. Yeah, retainers are, I mean, there are some benefits and there are some pitfalls to Mm -hmm. retainers. But one wonderful thing about working on retainer is that generally speaking, you get paid for the hours before you put the hours in. Right. So beginning of the month, they're paying for, say, 10 hours. Mm -hmm. There, it's already paid for before you put the time in. Right. So that's also a down, a down, you know, downside because now you're at their beck and call for those ten hours. True. Um, so, so yeah, there's that, but it it definitely will help you get guarantees that you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of you can count on that. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, here's the car payment. Check. Yeah. What do you recommend? I don't do a lot of retainers, so I think I've done maybe just one. Mm-hmm. Um, in the seven years I've been in business, what do you recommend when you do retainer work? What kind of agreement do you? Well, I think it's just like you would do for a, you know, a flat rate project. I think you need to be very clear as to what that includes and build in some padding for extra, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it includes up to and including X, Y, Z, anything beyond this will be billed at you know, build mm-hmm. separately because you don't want to get into a situation where you're getting paid for 10 hours a month, but you're actually doing 25. Definitely. Well, what about, what? say you're on retainer with someone for 20 hours a month and they don't use all 20. What happens to those hours? Over. You'll roll them mm-hmm. over. So I guess that needs to be spelled out. It's mm-hmm. either rolled over or some, you know, some people might say they forfeit it. Right. Well, and, and with the retainer situation that I have right now, it's very, I mean, it is what it is. There's not a lot of back and forth. It's, yeah. I'm going to manage this. It's going to take this much time. You're going to pay me this. Yeah. There's not a lot of, hey, can you do this? Or, hey, I need this. It's a pretty set project. Yeah. And it's just a project maintenance fee. And so. this was the client's idea, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so yeah, I think sometimes we're, you know, we may be a little bit, you know, hesitant to make a suggestion like that. But if you are doing stuff on a regular basis and a certain amount of work and it's pretty routine, it might be better for the client. Right. Because then they can budget as well Mm -hmm. and they can put it into their batch payments. And, you know, and, and I think that it's not, I mean, it might be trend setting in terms of, oh, I'm going to start getting a bunch of retainer clients or I'm going to start doing project management in this way. But I think that it makes it easier for us. It makes it easier for them. And I think it's just a direction that a lot of projects could move in mm-hmm. and that we as the freelancer could make that suggestion. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, hey, this is averaging me 15 hours a month. Why don't we just bill this monthly right. and make that suggestion? It's going to make it easier for us in terms of, t- you know, t- time on admin. Mm-hmm. Yes, Time definitely. sending the invoice, time collecting the invoice, time tracking to make sure the invoice got paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that all takes time. Exactly. And yeah. if you just ka-ching, there's the money, ka-ching, there it is. You know, a lot of times when you have a job, 
It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can bank on a certain amount of money on a certain day of the month. Yes. This is making it easier for everyone, in my opinion. Yeah. And so it makes it easier for the client because they can, mm-hmm. you know, you alluded to the fact that they can just kind of insert this into their normal pay cycle. So let's talk about that. Even if you're not on retainer, it pays to know and, and, oh and ask yes. your clients, is there, a, is there a time of the month that is better for you to be invoiced mm-hmm. if, if it's a regular client? Because I know I've got a client that I do oh, probably three or four uh, projects with them a year. Right. And I do know, I know that they cut checks twice a month. Mm-hmm. And I know the day they basically they um, they submit their checks. The deadline for all the internal department heads to get their invoices to accounting mm-hmm. is on a Wednesday, and then they have to have it. It has to be signed by a couple. The checks have to be signed right. by a couple of people before they they're mailed out. And if I can if I can get my stuff to them the Tuesday before the Wednesday, <laughs> then I'm going to get paid two weeks faster, maybe even three weeks faster. Than if I miss that deadline, if I right. get it to them on Thursday. And so I always ask when I'm starting, before I invoice the project, you know, when, when's the pay cycle this, right. this month? Because it does change. And, uh, and I try to get that invoice in, in advance so that I can get paid two or three weeks earlier. Well, and it saves resentment because mm-hmm. we don't know what their cycle is if we don't ask. Right. So we can't be sitting here being angry with them that we haven't been paid in three weeks when we didn't know the date to get it in. It's a mm-hmm. business transaction. Exactly. And I think that as the solopreneur or the entrepreneur, oftentimes we think, oh, I hate to bring up the money. Bring up the money. We're all in it for the money. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for the money, I wouldn't check my email tomorrow. Yeah. If it weren't for the money, I wouldn't do the project. We're all in it for the money. So we need to keep it a business transaction. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, ask your clients. Mm-hmm. If you've got a regular client, ask them. Ask them right. what the what the pay cycle is. I'm on a payroll cycle with one mm-hmm. client. I pick up my paycheck just when everyone else in the office does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it makes sense for it's them. Wonderful. It makes sense for you. That's great. One, well, and we can talk also about one of the easiest ways uh, to, aside from invoicing right away, one of the easiest ways to get paid faster is to follow up, oh. which it, it stinks. Worst I hate follow up. I hate follow up, but. <laughs> Sometimes invoices get overlooked. Sometimes they get stuck on someone's desk. I you had know. that happen just recently, and, and I had all kinds of resentment. Yes. <laughs> and it was just an oversight. Yeah, sometimes it's just an oversight. And so just making, and I hate, I hate doing it. Oh, it makes I, my stomach hurt yeah. to even think about it, actually. And, but, you know, you do it and then you find out, oh, I overlooked it, or oh, I missed the deadline, or I was on vacation the day it came in, or whatever. And, you know. Yeah, I got an, I apologize. This is the first time I am seeing this. Yes. The yeah. invoice was then paid yeah. quickly. I can't have any resentment. Right. It was all about the follow up. Right, exactly. Ooh. So sometimes it does take a phone call or an email to mm-hmm. follow up. I think when it becomes really irritating is when you have to do it more than once. Yes. Either more than once on the same check or more than once with the same client. Yes. And that's when I kind of start weighing. Is <laughs> Especially, this worth it? Yeah. Is uh-huh. this client worth it? And, and you know, that's something depending on where you are in your business, you may make choices about the people you work with based right. on their track, track record of what, you know, when they pay you. Well, and it boils down to it's an administrative task for us to to find the invoice to make, you know, see that it's still outstanding to compose the email or the phone call Mm -hmm. or whatever to say, hey, where's my money? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. And then the awkward feeling of alms for the poor. Can I please have my check? (laughs) And it's not, 
It's not that. This is a business transaction. Right. You have delivered a product or service. It is time for them to pay for said product mm-hmm. or service. It yeah. is not a weird thing for us to say, where's my money? Exactly. But it always makes us feel bad. Right. We feel bad because we feel like we're begging, but we put the work in. It's right. quality work. Where's my yeah, money? Yeah, where's my money? Exactly. I need, so I need my money now. If it's somebody you're having to chase for money or follow up with repeatedly or they're dodging your phone calls or I have gone... <laughs> I've gone to great lengths to get paid. Oh, I've life. gone and waited in in I have gone and waited lobbies. in a lobby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I had a big check coming from a client and somebody in-house called me and said, we're going under. <laughs> wow. And my check was, you know, I was I was pushing 50 days at that point uh-huh. on my invoice. Oh, my and gosh. And I called the project manager and I said, I'm on my way. Drove down the highway, mm-hmm. went and waited for uh-huh. my check. Wow. But... <laughs> They yeah. were closing their doors, right. and they work, did within yeah. two weeks. Oh my gosh, <sighs> that's crazy! And it was such a dust. It was a time that I really needed that check, mm-hmm. not only to pay my bills and, and you know finance my life, but to buy my daughter's graduation present and mm-hmm. just to you know like it was spent. Yes, and I hate to do that, have a check spent before I get it. But sometimes that's how you roll. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you've gone and sat in lobbies too? Yeah, it wasn't nearly as dramatic circumstances. But yeah, I had a, I had a project that I, it was a new client and they, um, I had, I billed them in three payments. So mm-hmm. a third, a third, a third. And um, they were very, very late on the last check of that project. And then they called me a few months later and, uh, they asked and for, it was urgent. Yes, it was urgent. There's a sense of urgency. Yeah. <laughs> they called me a few months later and needed another project. Uh-huh. And so I asked for more down on that one. I asked for like 50% down right. because they had this track record of not paying uh. on time. And so um, the 50%, uh, they paid me that to get started. And then the other the other check was, it was late. Oh no. And so it was really late. And so, and I was going out of town and I wanted the money and I needed the money. I I was going out of town for a few weeks and I needed the money in my bank account so I could prepay bills before I left and not have to deal with it. And I called and I called my, my project contact. She was upset because she had rolled it into accounting weeks weeks ago. ago. Yeah. And, uh, so she tried to, you know, she tried to get in touch with the right person and, and that type of thing. And um, I got a call back from the person in accounting and they said, we can put it in the mail. We'll put it in the mail, today's mail. And I said, I'll come get it because I did I, I didn't I trust, trust. I didn't right. trust that it was going in today's mail. And so I think they were a little irritated with me when I showed up, but I'm sorry. You got to do what you got to do. I'm irritated with you for not paying me. Well, and that's, <laughs> you know, you, you touch on irritation there and it's, an, you know, a business relationship is an energetic like, I am going to do good service for mm-hmm. you. You are going to respect said service and pay me on time. Right. It's a good. It's either a good working relationship or it's a bad working relationship. Mm-hmm. And if it's a bad working relationship, I don't have time. Yeah. I would rather fill my, my billable hours with clients that are great to work with mm-hmm. that respect me and pay me on time. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to, you know, to that point, uh, you know, if you do, if it is somebody that you enjoy working for, but they are slow pay. Um, sometimes I've pressed, as a matter of fact, recently I pressed the pause button on a project because I hadn't received my first check yet. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I went ahead and had started the project and said, when I get through this stage of the project, then I'll expect half and then I'll invoice the other half afterwards. And I didn't get the half. 
and now I went ahead and I say I pressed pause. <laughs> I actually went ahead and did some of the work. Because, <laughs> oh, no, well, no, But no. I didn't tell him I was doing the work. <laughs> Because I, I saw I saw one of those this is and this is a subject for another podcast, but I saw one of those bottlenecks coming with other projects. Right. And I had time and I was like, if I don't do this now, it's gonna get in a bottleneck. So I just won't tell them I'm finished with the other stuff. But I'll just press pause on it. I'm not gonna give it give Well them and it's anything. a risk. I mean it's yeah. a risk because what if they hadn't come through? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you put the yeah, and you put the time in. So so, Roll of the dice. But yeah, so I mean, pressing pause and communicating to them, and that's mm-hmm. awkward and uncomfortable too, mm-hmm. but you know what? it's It shouldn't be well, because no, you did the work because and you, if you, you deserve to be paid. Because if you don't pay utility bill, eventually they're going to shut it off. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, yeah. you can call them and you can say, hey, I, I'll put this check in the mail, but they're not going to turn it back on yeah. until they actually get the check. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and you can communicate it very directly. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll, I will pick the project back up um, once the invoice is paid. Or you can be a little more subtle about it. Sometimes I'll be like, just ask, you know, like they may ask, hey, where are we on this? And I'll say, I haven't really started on that yet. Where, where are you on that invoice? Yeah. And just communicate it in an underlying tone. And it comes, you know, <laughs> some of this, I, I didn't have the confidence, I don't think, to make these stands mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. And I regret that. Yes. Because had I just called, you know, this is how it's going to be. On, on several situations, mm-hmm. I would have saved myself so much time and stress yeah. and chasing checks and, oh, yeah. we're, you know, what are we going to do now? Because it's all about the money. Yeah. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you can, you know, talking about clients that you either maybe press the pause button or ultimately stop working with, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a situation last year and I, I knew the first meeting I took with them. I knew they were going to be a slow pay. Now they were, they were, they paid, they ended up paying, but I just got the feeling. Sometimes you can feel that Uh in your gut, you know, listen to your gut. You're like, I think this is going to be a slow pay. I might still take the project. They might still do it, but I just need to know that I feel like they're going to, they're going to be a slow pay. And they were, oh my gosh, it was a three part billing and they paid the first one right away because of course they want the work to get started. Mm -hmm. And so, which I typically only ask for 20% down, but if I feel like it's going to be a slow pay, then I'm asking for 50, Right. you know, um, but, uh, it was a three part project. The second, the second check I was, I had already invoiced the third and I was still uh, waiting for the second and how uncomfortable, I mean, come on, yeah, come on. So then I'm like, that third one's going to be really late too, you know, because uh-huh. the second one's late. So yeah, you just kind of have to. Yeah, I think I think sometimes you have to make decisions, tough decisions. And if you're early on, you don't have a lot of clients. It can be difficult to cut somebody off, right? Because you need the work, mm-hmm. you need the hours, you need the, you need the cash. But when you get to a point um, where you think you can, you should, because I tell you what, you could be using your time and energy that you're trying to you know call and and, and email and. The worry, juggle the bills that you can't pay juggle, because your check is late. Play the yes. shell, play the shell game. Uh-huh. All that time and energy that you're doing on your end to accommodate their bad behavior, right, could be spent with a client that's going to pay you in three minutes with a credit oh, card. Oh yeah, three minutes. What a Wouldn't dream. you rather be working with those folks? Yes, I can't pay you fast enough. The work was wonderful. Right, what? exactly. So, so when you, I know, I know it's not realistic in every situation. Hmm. But when you are in a position, 
I mean, make choices about who you work with based on based on how much right. they respect the work that you do. And lay everything out. Lay out your expectations because a lot of times people don't know unless you tell them. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. be clear in your contract. Be clear in your invoice. Be clear in your communication, period. Because you've had people who have been slow pay unintentionally or yes. have had to make payments, correct? Yeah, I did. I have, I have a regular client. I've worked with him for... Oh, many years since almost since I started my business, and he's all he always pays on time. Mm-hmm. You know, within he always pays within seven to ten days from being invoiced. That's a good place by check. Yeah, and um, you know, my work with him goes up and down. Sometimes it's um, I have a lot of uh, sometimes I have a lot of hours with him, and sometimes it's it's just a few, or sometimes uh-huh. we'll skip a month. So I'm not really on a retainer situation right. with him because of that, but. Um, so, yeah, I had a situation, it's been a year or so ago, where he needed a lot of work um, in a six-week period, like three times, two to three times more than I would normally do for him. And he was also having a cash flow situation. That was kind of why he needed to up the marketing, Annie, because he was having the right. cash flow. So he needed more marketing work so he could remedy the cash flow situation by getting more customers in his door. And... uh so the invoice, I invoiced him. He came back immediately, like within a couple hours. And he said, can I do this in payments? And he explained his situation. He said, here's my, you know, I'm in a cash flow deal. Um, is it possible that I can pay this in three invoices or three, uh, three checks over three months? And I said, absolutely. Right. Because he's a good client. Uh-huh. Um, Having him pay me a third at a time instead of me waiting three months to get the full payment benefits me. Right. Um, well, and and you're it, able to plan accordingly. Right. And it benefits him too. And I want to, you know, he's a great client. I want to see his business be successful. Mm-hmm. So if he needs a favor from me this time around, you know, I'm happy I to will oblige. Totally do that Absolutely. Too. If it's going to help him, his business grow, that ultimately comes back to me. If 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 I don't just do it because I'm a good person, I can also do it because I I know that it will ultimately benefit me because his business is growing right. and I'll grow with that. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, whenever you have a situation with a, a client who's typically a great client that pays regularly and they're just having a bump in the road, I will totally cut them some slack yeah. if they communicate with me. Yes, if they're dodging me or uh, yeah, I just, just can't. Yeah, the dodge is not the dodge yeah. is so awful. <laughs> the dodge is awful. So yeah, that's I think that's definitely, you know, in a well-established relationship, I think you can feel like that's right. a good decision mm-hmm. to do that. So but so uh yeah, so what else? What I mean we've talked about requiring money down, we've talked about accepting credit card payments, uh invoicing immediately, getting to know their pay cycles. Right. Anything else we're missing? Gosh, I mean, there's so many variables. There's just, it's hard to determine a one-size-fits-all approach. But Mm -hmm. I think that communication with your client from the get-go on what their cycles are, what your needs are, any late fees, any deposits, like, and, and be confident when you have to make those calls or, you know, lay out those guidelines because it's a business transaction. You want to be treated as a professional. You have to act like one. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. And I get so nauseous still 22 years in every single time mm-hmm. I have to follow up on an invoice. Yeah. yeah I've always thought that w- that would be a nice little kind of 
side business for somebody. It wouldn't, you, I don't know, maybe you could be, maybe you could do it full time is not, they technically wouldn't really be a collections person. They'd just be somebody that would make Nudge. the call for us. <laughs> the nudger. Yes. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be awesome? You could do that for me and I could do that for you. Right. Because it, it would takes be the so much easier element. to do it for you than it is to do it for myself. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, you're just like, hi, I'm Melissa with Chamber Speak. Right. <laughs> hi, I'm Michelle with Word Miller. <laughs> In the accounting department. Right. Here we are. <laughs> See that this invoice still remains unpaid. But you're right. I mean, that that would totally be, it would be so much easier to have someone else do, do the call. But when you're a solopreneur, you got to do it yourself. Well, and when we talk about the things that we love, yes. the stuff that we love, yes. there is a really great feature in there. Tell us about yeah. the stuff we love. Okay. So in in this segment of stuff we, stuff we love... I discovered this working for another client. I think you did the same. I was working for another client who had me track my hours in a program called Harvest. Oh, I love Harvest. I love Harvest. Yes. So it's uh, it's an invoicing program, and there's so much you can do with it. I mean, the the fact that you can take credit card payments mm-hmm. through it is great. There there are other and there are other programs like FreshBooks and things like that out right, there that right, you can right. do the same thing. But I'm really I have an affinity for Harvest. Uh, I can track my hours, mm-hmm. put the clock on there. I can I can uh, set up projects. So set up your client and set up projects within there so that you can uh, assign tasks within those right. projects. So then you just kind of click on, yeah, I'm doing social media for client XYZ right now. Um, I can start. go into like corporate marketing, social media, start, and then turn it off. I can do it on my phone. I know. And there's an app for your Mac. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is just, it's it's so great. And then I can invoice right out of the program. And it I takes can, five minutes max. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's so, so you can p- upload your logo. If you have a logo, you can upload Done. your logo. You, you, you told can, me how to yes. do that. I did it. <laughs> you can take credit card payments. Uh, you, yeah, it's just amazing. You can do estimates on mm-hmm. it. Which I've used that feature not well, a lot, but it it you know it's great when you and can. And what's super cool about it is for me, if you're working with, if you're doing this full time and you've got more than three clients, you're going to yes. have trouble, trouble, trouble when it comes to tracking your unpaid invoices. Yeah, and just your invoice status. And so you can go to this one sheet and you can see, you know, what what invoices remain outstanding when they were sent out when they were followed up on, so on and so forth. But the coolest thing about it, so you've got one and you've got to send that follow-up. Oh, the dreaded follow-up. Yes. You can put them on an automatic seven-day reminder. See, I haven't used that oh, yet. And I'm, I am totally going mean, to do it's that. Such a, it's such a nasty reminder. It's, you know, it's real cheerful and nice. But every seven days, every seven days I am they're done gonna, yeah. messing with you. You can adjust it. But I think seven's kind of fierce. And so I've left it there a time or two just to see. And, you know, I got paid pretty quickly both times. Yeah, and what I love about it, too, is that you can track your month and your projections um, for the year. You can do, um, uh, at the end, like tax time. Mm-hmm. I go in and I can I can just sort and I know, you know, who I've, how much I've, First of all, I know the amount that I invoiced. Right. I know what's been paid. And nobody usually deviates from the invoice. So if you invoice someone for $500, they're going to pay you $500. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and then um, also I can keep track of who my bigger clients are. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, so I can run projections 
based on, okay, well, this is what I did for them last year. So come August of the following year, I can kind of make some assumptions about how the rest of my year is going to go based on how the last two or three years went Mm -hmm. with a particular client. So, and I, I just, and I also just gives me kind of more, I feel like I have more control. I'm not just, you know, I I can look and look and see the analytics. I can see Mm -hmm. who's paid me, who's not paid me. I can see if I have any um, occasionally, and it doesn't happen so much anymore, but occasionally I would have, for some reason, uninvoiced hours. It tracks those for me. I know. Yeah, those are so typically I do, you know, I would just do an invoice for all the invoiced hours, which hopefully would just be the last, you know, month or however, whatever I'm doing, whatever cycle I'm on. But occasionally, it seemed like first year or two I was using it. I don't know if it was the way I was invoicing or what, but. I would have, I'd go back and I'd be like, well, those, there were hours left in March. You know, it's November. There were hours left in March that I didn't invoice for a project. And I would be able to clean those up and say, okay, I need to get right. those. Or identify what the problem is. So you're not leaving money on the table. Well, and it's a super good tool. And I mean, whether you use Harvest or end up using something else is completely your call. It's whatever works best for you. But the thing is, is it helps you run your business like a business. And for me, the $12 a month I spend on Harvest worth it. Oh, absolutely. So worth it. And it's a tax write-off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can go in right now. I I just called it up on my screen just to go in, but I can go in right now and and do a report and figure out what's uninvoiced for this, this month so far. It's, it's coming up on the end of the month and you know, what do I, what do I have to put out there? And it's not a lot that's uninvoiced. So I need to get on it. I need, as <laughs> you soon need as, to do some administrative. Yeah, I, <laughs> those are income generating activities. Yes, they what are, are you doing? But it's it's just I I just love I it's stuff we love. It's stuff we love. It's stuff we love. Yes, we would love to hear what you love too. How do you do your invoicing? What systems do you have in place? How could you help us learn from you know learn how to streamline our operations and how can we help you? Yes. So you know, get in touch with us on wobizzle.com or head to our Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook and uh, sign up for Move Forward Monday. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Tips. Have we told you about this? Oh, we need to tell you about this. Oh, it this. is the coolest thing ever. Yes. Talk about stuff we love. Stuff we love. Okay, love we it. invented it, and that's why we love it. <laughs> of course. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we do an, a weekly email um, called Move Forward Monday, and it is um, a quick, easy marketing tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you to help help you move forward with your business. Because marketing has to be a daily activity. Talk Absolutely. about income generating activities. Absolutely. If people don't know who you are or where you are, what you're doing. They're, yeah, they won't find you. There will be nobody to invoice. <laughs> there will be no one to invoice. No one at all. So head to wobizzle.com, sign up for Move Forward Monday if you haven't already. Get on there, Get dig deep into our content. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Right. And How head, can we help you grow? Absolutely. And head to our Facebook page and interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for now. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Wobizzle Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you prefer to listen. If you love what we're putting down, please rate us too. That would mean a lot. But most importantly, we want you to be part of our community. Head over to Facebook and request to join our group, The Women of Wobizzle, and get the tools you need to succeed by signing up for our free weekly marketing tips at wobizzle.com. We want to know what you're thinking. What challenges do you face? What questions do you have about running your business? Contact us on wobizzle.com and let us know. Bye Bye for for now. now.